1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: One day, my friends, one day until the forbidden door is open for good. But as John Moxley rightfully pointed out in a recent interview, how can we call it the forbidden door anymore when it's not forbidden and everybody is just allowed to walk through it? So I sat down and I thought about it and I was like, okay, we've got to come up with a new name that's more appropriate. So I have decided from now on, it shall be called The Permitted Place. I know it sounds like somewhere you'd been put after you committed a crime, but that's it. As far as I'm concerned, come Sunday, New Japan AEW will be giving us The Permitted Place pay-per-view and if you actually did do that, you'd be lucky to get one by. But forget all about that, because my name is Simon from What Culture. We have just had the very last Go Home Show, also known as AEW Rampage. So let's find out whether it gets an up, that's right, or whether it gets a down. So here is the deal. The first match on Rampage was Andrade versus Ray Phoenix, And this is because I guess they were gonna do this on the pay-per-view, but they're not able to because of wrestling politics. So Tony Khan said, didn't have a microphone. Tony Khan said, why don't you guys go out there and have the match you would have done on that show. And flub me sideways, they went and did that. Because this was pure fire. I mean, there's no words I can say to do it justice. I mean, in the first eight seconds, we had this nuts Rana that Phoenix basically got on Andrade after he caught him in midair. Then we had this fireman's carry that looked like it absolutely killed Phoenix. And then they were both doing variations of the three amigos, transitioning and reversing it, and it ended in one big brain buster. It knocked Andrade out the ring. So Phoenix hit this insane dive. But then when he went to climb to the top, Wrote, Mr. El Tranquilo was back and he just pushed him off. And I've said it before and I'll say it again, that is attempted murder. Andrade realised this too, so he tried to win by count And I was laughing, can you imagine if this match had ended that way? It didn't. Instead Andrade foot stomped Phoenix so hard I swear his soul escaped from his body. And then they were reversing out of cutters just so they could hit cutters. And the impact on this, Andrade's head went right into the floor the only reason I'm laughing is because I couldn't believe it. None of that worked, so they started to punch each other on the face, and when they were fighting on the apron, Andrade went to knee Phoenix right in the face. Phoenix got out of the way, so Andrade's knee went right into Rita the ring post. And this is one of those moves when people go, oh man, wrestling is so fake. He took his joint and he smashed it into steel, even if it was made of rubber, which it's not, that is going to hurt. We then got a top rope Spanish fly because of course we did, and just when it looked like Andrade was going to lose, Jose his. assistant put his foot on the rope and then he passed in the iPad. And this also makes me chuckle as well, because why would you ever hit anyone with an iPad? They're expensive. It didn't work because Aubrey Edwards stopped this right in the act and said, "Don't you dare do that." And this is when Ray Phoenix did another crazy dive. They're back in the ring. Alex Abrahantes and Jose were fighting. It was just like, well, we haven't done that. We've done everything else, so why not? This was just insane. Even more so because this is when Rouge decided he would come down to the ring. He found Phoenix on the highway, and he just. Booted him right in the balls, and I'm sorry, we talked about it before. Dick shots are always the worst shots. He rolled him back in the ring. Andrade hit the Tornado DDT, not Tornado, the Hammerlock DDT. One, two, three, and you just gotta give it a round of applause. Make sure you go watch this up. Afterwards, Andrade and Rush put on their loss in Robert Narbel's shirts. <laughs> I know I didn't say that right, but you can go through every single ups and downs video in the past and see that I've never said it because I can't do it and I didn't want to embarrass myself, but it's caught up with me. And because they're assholes, they tried to take off Phoenix's mask. This is when Penta ran out with a shovel. And I was like, yeah, that will do it. If you want a weapon. Bring a shovel. So this is just one massive round of applause all round. They are such terrifically good wrestlers. If I ever see anyone on social media going, I don't get it. That's cool. You're allowed not to get it, but do not say they're not talented because their talent is through the roof. Eddie Kingston then cut a promo about the forbidden door, sorry, the permitted place, and that he's more interested in blood and guts because when we get to that show, he wants to drink Chris Jericho's blood. He wants to know how it's going to taste so he's a vampire now and he said other words here as well i don't think we need to talk about and then well Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee were here and they told us that come the pay-per-view they are going to have a tag team match because they're taking on Canamaro and they're taking on El Desperado. Now Swerve was all excited about this, but Keith turned to him and said, Well, have you not been watching the YouTube show where we were? I don't think we're on the same page. And This is all good and I'm glad that they are being featured, but these little 30 second rampage segments between these two are actually kind of doing more harm than good. Because I think they're terrific and I love them with all of my soul. And I keep getting a little tease and a little tease and a little tease. And it's just taken away from me again. Also, that battle royal was ages ago now.
1: a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and best of all suited to your schedule get it off your chest with better help visit betterhelpcom slash today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help pcom slash what culture
0: I haven't done much with it at all. I know that it's happening on the YouTube shows and I do watch those. But if you don't watch those and you just watch Dynamite and Rampage, you have to be a little bit confused. It's not the end of the world. This is happening because the roster is so big and I would rather that. But I have to go with my tum tum fields. Just get in it down. Our Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks are also not on this show. And I want to see that big Team Taz and them explosion right, just getting carried away here. But you know what? Sometimes it's fun to get carried away. Rampage, (laughs) and Rampage? What I mean by that is that it was Mercedes Martinez and Serena Deeb taking on Serena and Laney Luck. Now we did have the whole, can they coexist storyline here? Because once again, we have been doing this between Mercedes and Serena on the YouTube stuff. The answer is yes, they absolutely can coexist. And while they bickered and argue a little bit, within a few minutes, they had on the double submission and they were now this was a decent match so I am going to give it an up and I do like the fact that we are building to Serena D taking on Mercedes Martinez for that their championship. But it also ties into what I just said. I think if we are going to try and have this tangent or this flow or this connection between Dark and Elevation and Rampage and Dynamite that you at least need a clip or something and the commentators did talk about it but I just think some people are going to be super-duper confused. Well, I actually think it would have been better here to have done a backstage thing when Mercedes and Serena were getting into it, like, oh man, we've been doing well on the YouTube shows, we don't really get on. No, that's true, I want to fight you for your belt. I mean, you don't say it like that because it would be terrible, but once again, that was just my major takeaway, and I like Rampage, and I love the fact that Tony Khan is trying to feature everyone, but you do just need to have that tiny seed. Let's get it. And this also kind of tied into what happened next because we had a video for Tully Enterprises and then all of a sudden Jonathan Gresham and Lee Moriarty were here when Tully Blanchard walked up to them and said I hate you guys so Jonathan Gresham went well that's okay let's have a match what and look I get it it's cool it's good because hopefully this does mean that we are having a deal soon for Ring of Honor and that's going to be back on tv but this just came out of nowhere and I watched flipping everything. So it was some really, really wild, wild stuff, although I wanna make it very clear, I was very happy and very pleased to see all of these guys back on my TV. And then Hook defeated the DKC, the Forbidden Door, the Permitted Place doing its thing again. It was everything that it needed to be. I mean, I'm not sure how you could do this better in less than two minutes. I mean, DKC did get some chops in there, but eventually Hook was like, don't mess up my hair, you absolute jabron. He locked in the red rum, he got the tap-out submission win, and he just remains great. I mean, we are going to have to do more with him soon, but at the moment, I love it. But they just had the best segment with the Acclaimed and the gun Club because Billy Gunn told them, "Hi, I've got you a match to the pay-per-view. And Austin and Colton thought this meant they were going to Japan. They're heroes. They're wonderful. And I hope they are the tag team champions soon. Eventually, Max Caster and Anthony Bowens told them, no, we're going to Chicago, you absolute morons. These four, five, Billy Gunn, two, all of them, just the best. Which also gave us our main event, which was Jeff Cobb taking on Cash Wheeler. I mean, they are such good wrestlers. I mean, Cobb was just insane here because he dropped Wheeler over the top rope onto his throat. He was like, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And he hit this awesome back suplex. And because they spilled out to the ring, they started to brawl. Happens a lot. Jeff is obviously much, much bigger. So he used this to his advantage. And I swear at one point he had Cash up for a suplex for around about Well, I think it's still going. I stopped to make this video and I keep looking and I keep looking and I keep looking. It never ends. Cobb also hit a standing moonsault because of course he did. Doesn't matter if you're an absolute giant. You should be able to do that in 2022 wrestling. And this is when Cash was getting worried. Like, what do I do? What do I do? So you know what he did. You're fighting a bigger guy. You give him a chop block. Sadly, Wheeler had tweaked his knee at some point. So when he went for a suplex, he wasn't able to do it but let's face it, it probably would have been a bad idea anyway. But he did eventually hit this sunset flip powerbomb And even though he only held Jeff Cobb up for around about eight seconds, less than that, like four seconds, it was amazing. It then got even better because Cobb went for the Tour of the Islands, but cash reversed it into the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. And while this only got two, I would have taken it as the finish. Well, he was then doing this all over the shop, and eventually it just pissed Jeff Cobb off because he hit him with this German suplex, which was horrible, and the Tour of the Islands, and he got the one, two, three. And this was 100% the right winner because I have convinced myself that FTR are going to win on Sunday, so this is the way you go. So, hey, New Japan, here's a little something. Now give us your IWGP tag team titles. Up. The great Okan came out to celebrate afterwards, but Dax Harwood must have been watching this because he ran out... This just triggered an insane brawl. I mean, everybody was here. with Osprey, Aussie Open, everybody you can think of. And if you think the Dynamite one was good, this may have been even better. Caprice Coleman had also joined commentary for this match. And the way he sold this was tremendous. Like it was an actual sport. Although the absolute highlight was Chris Jericho was also on commentary. Eddie Kingston jumped him and tried to gouge his eye out with a pen. So all the commentators were going, our pens, our pens, they took our pens. And even though Jericho kept his thinking, Escaping, can't even talk. Eddie Kingston kept catching up to him and every single time the fans cheered. This is one of those moments Was like, this is why I love wrestling. It's so goofy, but also so aggressive and it's so violent. And yet I'm totally emotionally involved. Bravo. You also had war and power drivers going on all over the place when eventually Rampage did go off the air. So seriously, if the idea here was to pump you up for the permitted place, it absolutely did. And just for this segment alone, which only went on for about three or four minutes. I am giving it an up. I had a great old time. Which brings us to the end of Rampage. And yes, there were a couple of downs in there. But this is more my personal preference. And they weren't big problems at all. So it is going to get an up. And am I ready for, I'll say, the forbidden door? You bet your ass. Now, please do leave a comment below and let us know what you thought about last night's episode of Rampage. Like the video, share the video and subscribe. Head on over to whatculture.com where you can read yourself some articles. Make sure you follow us on social media. And look, Smackdown ups and downs will already be live. And there's a toy rainbow on it. Go watch it. My name what culture, Please do enjoy the pay-per-view because, look, no matter what you think about it, it is quite special promotional warfare. And I'll see you soon.
1: Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new custom spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from rust
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more.